Hello and welcome back to the Conscious Contact Podcast. My name is Janae Peavy and I'm here with my co-host Susan Sanders. We're getting deep again today. Not that we don't on every other episode, but these <laughs> topics have been like one after the other. Uh, faith. I'm going to let you start that because this could go in so many different ways. <laughs> oh, I don't know that I'm really one to kick this off because I have none. <laughs> so. I, w- I would question that and we'll find out by the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is not about strictly faith and religion. Yeah. Because I believe that faith in church, I don't have um, a lot of experience, especially positive experience with faith in church. Or, yeah, faith in church and religion. Um, so I really want to take us down the path of like faith in people. What does that mean? Um, so I don't know. What do you think when you think of faith and um, and if you want to start with the idea of faith and religion, I think that ten- well, besides the George Michael song, faith, the first thing I think <laughs> of with the word faith is religion. Yeah. Um. It's interesting because I totally see that connection and that that word is used in every religion because you're you have faith in a in whatever you call your higher power, whatever God is in your mm-hmm. particular religion. But yeah, when I hear faith, I think it is to me, I, I think of courage because I believe to have faith means you do have to have a lot of courage and let go of fear to be able to jump mm-hmm. into that faith. Um, and I I also think of just like higher power in general, giving my, you know, having faith that things are going to work out the way that they are supposed to, whether or not that is my version of what things are supposed to be. Mm -hmm. I have to have faith that like when I came, like when I got sober, I had to have faith that whatever other people were doing was working for them, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I had to, you know, say, I'm just going to try this and it might not work for me jump before I see the landing. Um, mm-hmm. And that is hard. I mean, that that takes a lot of letting go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I th- when I think of faith, I think a lot of like, what is, what is the, I remember I was looking at some kind of saying, um, faith is fear that has said its prayers. Mm. And I, to me, like the meaning of faith is I, I'm, I'm afraid of something or I'm working through something or I'm thinking about something and I'm giving that to something else. So like when I think of people, oh God, I have zero faith mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in people because I, that word is a little, a li- little bigger to me. And also I don't have a lot of faith in most people. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Yeah, I think of it as just this bigger this bigger scenario of I have to to like live my life and have purpose in my life. I have to have faith that like either a hard situation is going to get better or that, you know, the tomorrow will actually come, the sun will actually rise in the morning. That is still faith. You can think about it and intellectualize it all you want and know what the solar system looked like, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. Or Faith is when you flick a light switch, you have faith that the light is going to turn on. You don't know for sure if that it is. You just, just, it's like an assumption that becomes fact because you've taken it in. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense, but. Well, you, you touched on something there at the end that is what I think my 
blocker is, is that I tend to default to the intellectual and the scientific. Mm-hmm. And I don't see electricity as faith because that's science. Like, okay, then if it doesn't come on, then you do this, you do this, you do this. Um, so, and that is a, a story that often comes up in the recovery. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you you have faith in, that in electricity and you don't know how it works. Well, I, I kind of do because I can read about it. The What I would put to you then is you have faith you're going to wake up in the morning. Right. So that's yeah. where I was going with that is that um, I do intellectualize, even though I can't say it, and get all sciencey on it. And that was a barrier mm-hmm. when I, for recovery for me at the beginning. Like, yeah. well, I, I don't have any experience with God. I don't have a religion to go back on i'm full of fear and Mm -hmm. i'm certainly not going to say that i know how to pray Mm -hmm. so how can i do anything with this fear to get to faith if i don't have anything like i don't have a prayer life to back up on and so what what i was told and what worked for me is if you want what i like if if i see another woman in the program if you want they have you have to do what they do yeah and i believed that or I, you know, I believed it enough for today. So let me do what the other woman did today. Yeah. And then tomorrow we'll we'll see what happens. And yes. okay, it worked for me yesterday. So I'm going to do that again today. And it was like step by step by step. Um so then that does give me faith that the other person knows what they're talking about. But then what I ran into is, well, now what do I do when that person relapses? Mm. What do I do when that person doesn't do what they say they're going to do and comes in and acts like a person? Mm. Because people are fallible. Mm -hmm. And what I think is, okay, well, then I don't have faith. I had faith in that person. So, and I'm kind of walking you through my argument here, but then it is, what did I put my faith in yeah rather than the faith being wrong it's what i put my faith yes in. yes mm-hmm. so then i feel like i'm sort of back to square one like okay well maybe i don't have faith then because i still don't understand and it has evolved as i've gone through sobriety in the last five plus years because i've developed a higher power of my own understanding mm-hmm. it's not my belief it's my understanding and I have learned, oh, my God, I can change my mind. I can add to what the higher power or the God of my understanding or my higher power is. Yeah. I can change it. I can add to it. I can take things away. I've got my own visual. Um. Okay, so I have faith in that. Yeah. So that was a whole lot of words. Let me let me pause. Yeah. No, that's that is exactly my definition <laughs> as well. That's exactly what I was trying to put into words at the beginning. I mean, that's. Faith in other humans will let me down every time. Not mm-hmm. that I, not saying I don't expect the best out of people or, you know, whatever. It's just right sizing the fact that people are humans and yes. they have free will. Right. What a concept. Um, and if I put my faith in like overall good and faith that their words and their principles are things that can guide me and whether or not they live up to that doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Like if someone shares something in a meeting, that's really good. I I write it down 
And there's plenty of notes that I have in my book that from people that have gone back out or that have passed away from this disease, what they said and the feeling behind it and what they meant at the moment stands no matter what, no matter right. if they lived up to their own ideals, that idea that they gave me, I can have faith in that idea because it resonated with me because I can connect it to my greater faith, like all yes. of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it is really hard. I mean, faith in people in general I don't even know where to go with that because it it just it is this tricky situation. I I think that I can assume the best and not put my faith in someone. Like not and mm-hmm. when I say put my faith in, for me putting my faith in something means I am relying upon that to give me some source of strength or comfort or acceptance or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't like to rely on people for that. Um, other than like good friends or my partner or whatever. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I know that they are still a human. Right. You know, and Mm -hmm. I can lean on them for support, but I can't expect them to take away my fears and worries and, you know, fix my inner life. That that's gotta be something bigger. Um, and it can't be reliant on them because people can leave Mm -hmm. and that's their right. Uh, and it's their right to be fallible and fucked up just like me. And, it, yeah. it is it is hard to put your faith in the right place and not get it all tangled up in other stuff. Yeah. Yes. Put your faith in the right place. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that helps when I'm disappointed by other people mm-hmm. because that doesn't mean that because I, 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 I use the word faith and trust interchangeably and I don't know that that is necessarily the right use of those words mm. but that does strike me so like it, it it strikes me as the right use of it in most of these these scenarios so if i trust somebody to do what they say they're going to do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they don't do what they said they were going to do well it doesn't mean that i have to burn that whole relationship down yeah which is quite a revelation that i've come to in the last five right? years <laughs> um what I can go back to is that person is a human being and has their own stuff going on. Yes. And they probably had good intention of doing what they said they were going to do. Yeah. And yes, I am still talking about the soda stream example that we talked about last episode. <laughs> However, that I other person, Paul, does have his or her own life. <laughs> You know, he's got his own things going on. And yes. this goes for everybody, you know, all joking aside. Mm-hmm. People have their own stuff happening huh. and their own priorities. Mm-hmm. And I am not the middle of their priorities. No. And like, I kind of don't want to be unless they're like my parent or my significant other, because that's a lot of pressure also, because then they're making me their higher power or what they're putting their faith in. Yeah. Like whatever you put in the middle of your life, that is your higher power, mm. whether it's your job or your spouse or your kids or whatever. And yeah. that's not saying those things are bad. It's just saying you're putting a human at the center of your faith structure yes. <laughs> who could have a bad day and let you down. Yeah. And yeah. then you're questioning the whole world. <laughs> and right. And all of your judgment ooh. and all of that. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's like what I said at the beginning, like I'm throwing my faith out when a person disappoints me. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. which side of the balloon are we really focusing on here? Which one are we squeezing? Yeah. What's, what makes the most sense? Yeah. And 
damn, it's hard to like untangle. I mean, it is so hard because it is good to rely on other people and ask for help. Right. It is. That is like a healthy thing to do, to know how to ask for help and know where you are weak and others are strong and collaborate in that way. Mm-hmm. But it, it it it's hard to know where that ends and you relying on them to solve your problems begins or mm-hmm. you not being able to learn how to handle things on your own begins or, you know. Right. Like with everything on this podcast, it takes a ton of of inner work to see that. To oh, okay, this is a this is a great example, and I won't go down the rabbit hole too far on this. Luke just randomly asked me the other day. He's like, "What does codependence mean?" Oh, and I'm like, "Where the fuck did you hear that?" Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a big word to drop over like a bowl of oatmeal. Yeah, I'm like, um. This is a big idea. Okay, so hold on a second. Because <laughs> he's like, why is that bad? Why do people think codependence is bad? And I'm like, okay, there's a book. Here's a book for you to read. Here's some fun. I didn't give him all this, but in my head, that's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. I've had book studies on a book called Codependence No More. Melody Beattie. It's, oh my God, it's great. Because he's like, yeah. I don't see why it's such a bad thing. And I'm like, okay, well, first off, you're a normal person. <laughs> you are not an addict you don't have dysfunctional ways of dealing with life i mean he's a human so i'm sure there are some but he is a very normal well-adjusted deals with life in in a consistent way um has his faith in the right place even though he has no particular faith in Mm -hmm. a higher power he Mm -hmm. like faith in general um good and bad like types of actions and who he wants to be as a human yeah it was so because he was just arguing hardcore for codependence as a good thing and i could see his argument and i'm just like my disease in my head was telling me like don't don't you listen too much to that janae because <laughs> right. i'm not normal um so for him yeah. it's very different he's like i do depend on you for things because you are my partner in life And there are things that I can't do that you can and vice versa. And he says, why would I not depend on you? Right. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. That's a, that is a lovely ideal. Mm -hmm. If there's something else behind that. If you also have faith that I am a fallible human being and I will let you down and Mm -hmm. that you know me in that way, because I can't be, and this is the other argument he made in, it is hard for me to argue with him because he just, you know, he puts things in his perspective and speaks from experience and that makes the most valid argument for anything. Right. Yep. And yeah, and he's like, all my eggs are in your basket. And I was like, yeah, same. All my eggs are in your basket. That's not what we're talking about here. But he's like, I do depend on you for my happiness. You do give me the happiness in my life. And I said, okay, okay, okay. But I'm not your only source of happiness. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, but if you're unhappy, I am unhappy. And I'm like, yeah, that's codependence. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not like an okay coping mechanism. Because yeah. sometimes I'm just going to be unhappy because I have cyclical depression and there's nothing you're going to be able to do about it. And I don't want you to be depressed right along with me. Right. I don't want you or and or and I don't want you to feel like you need to jump into action 
to save me from that because right. there's nothing you can do. It's not his job to fix you. Yeah. And he was like, well, you're my partner and shouldn't I be there to help you if you need fixing? And I'm like, yes, but, you know, yeah. it's so I'm also tangly. I don't need to be fixed. Yeah. I'm and I, Well, I don't know. Sometimes I do. Um, <laughs> I could use a tune up every now and then. And he is very good at that. Yeah. Like just holding up a mirror and being like, do you see what you're being right now? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna let you figure out what word to put to it. Mm-hmm. But here, here's what's happening. Here's reality, Janae. Yeah. <laughs> here's how you just reacted to this. But it's tangly. It's so tangly to, to care about another human being, to be, to know and trust, again, like trust and faith. Mm-hmm. Um, trust to be able to depend on them because of all of their previous actions up until that point. I can trust that I can depend on them yes. from previous actions or for them to be on time or not on time. I have friends that I can trust right. will be late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they will be. Yeah. Um, but I don't have, I don't necessarily have faith in them or their actions. I have faith that things are going to work out for the best, whether they're later on time. Yeah. But I don't necessarily, like, connect that with them. I definitely did in the past. Mm -hmm. I definitely made people my higher power and let them control my life and Mm -hmm. had faith that they were either going to fix something or burn it down or, you know. Yeah. I think a lot of that has assumption wrapped up in it, too. That's very true. Yeah. Faith can lead into assumption. Yes, yeah. which leads back to managing expectations, uh-huh. and we can definitely link to to that in the show notes as well. Yeah, that episode, yeah, flows right flows right into that. How has faith changed for you in sobriety? <laughs> we don't have enough time <laughs> to talk about that. Um, or it's a very quick answer. Every way, every way. And what's your choice? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I long story short, I came in as an atheist agnostic with a really bad distrust of organized religion and having faith in people in general from Mm. childhood trauma and experiences with um, a particular structured religion that exists in the South. And I came into sobriety and started realizing that my spiritual life was coming back. um, And I had faith in a power greater than myself, but I didn't call it God. And it was more of like, the universe's ability to make each snowflake unique and how there's no way I'll ever be able to comprehend that no matter how much, how many books I read on it. Yes. Yes. Cause I falling back on the intellect. Yes. Cause I I'm the that. same way. I will intellectualize anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, no, it's a, the world came to existence from the big bang and I can follow the science here and I can, you know, I was reading the book called the God delusion. The first couple of months I was sober, which I mean, God bless me, poor thing. Um, Because I did, I wanted to argue with people. I'm like, there's no reason to have a God. And I was listening to a lot of Ricky Gervais. And he makes that argument that you can have a basic concept of good and evil without religion. And just all of those things. I was trying to Mm -hmm. intellectualize it. Right. And you cannot do that. I cannot do that Mm -hmm. and have a faith in anything. Right. Because I will say, well, it's not faith because I know. Right. Faith means you don't know. Right. Faith means you are looking with, or you're not looking before you leap. I mean, faith is saying, I have, I may have seen how this played out for someone else. I may have a general conception of how this works, but I, I have to have, 
mean, I'm going to use the word in the definition, so let me figure out another way around that. <laughs> I reasonably believe I started with that. I was like, I can reasonably believe that I'm going to wake up in the morning. Mm -hmm. There's no guarantee of that. Mm -hmm. Yet that is what I believed. And this was a, like long conversations with my first sponsor. She's like, that is faith. You're, you're saying you reasonably believe you're going to wake up in the morning, but you have no idea. Mm -hmm. I could have a stroke in the middle of the night. I could suffocate because of carbon monoxide from a gas leak. I could, or there's anything. True that. Right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anything could happen. Yeah. There could be a, you know, like the house could collapse on me. There, a multitude of different things could happen. But most people still go to sleep assuming they're going to wake up the next morning. Mm -hmm. That is faith. Because I don't know. I cannot say with any reasonable certainty that I know because I don't have a time machine mm -hmm. to go to tomorrow and see if I wake up. And I think that that kind of assumption feels right because mm -hmm. it's not necessarily... Tied to another person. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that is how my I face started. In your mouth. No, a hundred percent. That is how my face started. That was my sponsor kind of showing me you can't mm. say you don't have faith. If you've ever been in love, you've had faith. Mm. You put your reliance in another human being wholeheartedly mm -hmm. and jumped without looking. I mean, mm. that is that is faith. But then I say, well, it turned out real bad. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. D there's no expectation of the outcome on faith. I think this is a good place to stop and talk a little bit about our sponsors today. So we talk a lot about recovery and living a recovered life on this podcast. And if you are one of us and you're looking for a way to better organize your recovery life, I was in the same boat. I searched Google and Etsy and found lots of awesome planners that had great quotes and pretty layouts but nothing that had the true reminders of what I needed to do every day to continue on my recovery journey. So I made one. Renew Planner is a physical paper planner. No distractions from an app on your phone that you can easily close and then scroll on Instagram. It makes you be in the moment with, again, all those gentle reminders for all the things that help us to continue to live an organized, recovered life. Head on over to RenewPlanner.com and use the code PODCAST10 for $10 off your first planner. Hey, it's Susan, and I love the conversations Janae and I have each week talking about authentic connection. And it's very closely linked to what we talk about over at Sustainable Sue, which is where I help people create a life they don't need to escape by making small, sustainable adjustments to what they already are doing in life. So over there, we have a weekly essay about all these kinds of topics. And if you'd like that delivered to your email, just come to sustainablesue.com join. There's no outcome going on. Yeah. And that was really hard to digest too. It was just faith that life will happen as it should. Uh-huh. Even if it seems like that's the worst option to me at the time, even though it seems like that's the bad version or that turned out bad, mm -hmm. maybe not. Because like I had a lot yeah. of relationships that ended really badly and that's the best thing that ever happened to me. Right, right. <laughs> I, I can't remember the context of this, but it came up recently where I said to someone that no doesn't always mean, no sometimes means not yet. Yes. Not yet, not them, mm. not here. Yes. I was, yeah. gosh, I've just been 
one, I've upped my meeting, so that's helped tremendously. But I was at a meeting yesterday morning, and they were talking about there's only three answers to a prayer. <laughs> and I was like, what? Hold on. Yeah. No. Yes. And not yet. Right. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, I know I've heard this, but I can't remember the yes. punchline, I'll call it. <laughs> yeah. No, because it, yeah. it is a punchline, because if you can't laugh, you're just going to cry. Um, And mm. the only... um. The only prayers we should be really thanking God for are the no's. Oh. Or no, 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 wait a second. The only, we should be thanking God mostly for our unanswered prayers. Right. That I get. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's, that was the caveat. Yeah. Because there's always something better. If your prayer does not get answered, one, it might just mean not yet and things just need to materialize. Mm -hmm. But most of the time when I get a no... That means that there's something so much better mm-hmm. on the other side of that. Yeah. Like, and and I just can't see it because I, I have my expectations set at a certain level and I, I know what I want and this is the best option and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I have to let go of that and have faith that whatever the outcome is, it will be for the best either now or in the future in some way, shape or form, either for me or for someone else. Yep. And yeah. just because I can't see it doesn't mean that my faith is wrong. Yeah. Because my my faith based in um my intellectual, I can only have faith in it if I can see it or explain it. Yeah. So so let's talk about that whole idea of um the universe and all this stuff and whatever. Well, I don't care how much Stephen Hawking I could read and listen to. I still can't explain it. Yeah. I still don't understand it. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not that excited about it. So can it, this, the universe is out there. Yeah. I don't need to understand it. Exactly. I don't need to see it. Yeah. I don't need to see the flagstone paver in front of me to know that it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Or the atoms in everything that is around us to know that atoms exist. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't see those with my naked eye. Like, we're discarding, like, having to use an additional tool. Right. Like, because, again, if I had a time machine, I'd know if I was going to wake up in the morning or not. Be a time tool. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't think I'd want to do that. Because that's just, mm, Yeah. Know. But, like, I know that this couch is technically vibrating. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even though it feels like a solid structure. Right. But I can't see that just looking at it. It looks pretty fucking solid to me yeah like yeah yeah, it's cushy but like I can't put my hand through this even though I know theoretically with the way that atoms are structured and connected there are holes right there are holes in there yeah like oh oh, that's yeah I can just accept that science is cool yeah I don't have all the answers Mm -hmm. and I can accept that I'm a beginner in this yeah and that there's the idea of what is the faith of a mustard seed yes which is enough was, to begin. Yeah, which yeah. was presented to me in early sobriety that it could be the smallest of small, small, small. And if you've ever seen a mustard seed, it is super, super tiny. So yeah. why not? And, yeah, why not? And most days <laughs> I'm like, why not? I am not knocking it out of the park right now. Yeah. So why not have faith that there's something different? And make different choices or not make different choices. Maybe just wait and see how something is going to play out Yeah. instead of deciding that I need to make a decision. Yeah. Well, no, I don't. Maybe I can not. just <laughs> let things simmer. Yeah. Um. So, so if anybody is, you know, waffling about that idea of faith, the idea of 
trying something super, super small, which could be nothing. Yeah. Um, if you're in a whirling dervish zipping around your life because you just are so super busy. Yeah. Sit down. Yeah. And I've been reading another Thich Nhat Hanh book and maybe it is one inhale, one exhale. Mm. If you can't quiet your mind enough to breathe in and out one time, you think I am inhaling, I am exhaling. Yes. That means you did five seconds of meditation and that counts as faith that that might work for you. Yeah. It could be something that small. Yeah. And, you know, just because you don't understand it, I mean, I would rather not understand it, to be honest, because again, like I'm just going to over intellectualize it. And that takes the beauty out of everything. Yeah. Because like I can't create a flower. Right. That's a power I do not have. Therefore, whatever created it is a power greater than me, whether that is just sunlight and water Mm -hmm. or not. That's still a power greater than me that I can put my faith in that knows more than I do that can do things I cannot do. Yes. And do you think that for you, the resistance of faith was related at all to your control issues? Oh, God, I yeah. Felt that for yeah. Me. I mean, that is and selfishness and self-centeredness to have faith in a power greater than me. That means that I'm not God. And I didn't want to admit that for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Like, I obviously know what's best for everyone. Yeah, I'm divinely inspired. And if you would only let me help you, you know, the right way to do things. Right. I yeah. need my way. Yeah, exactly. And it is so much you cannot have you cannot have faith if you can't let go of control because mm-hmm. then you're not having faith you're controlling the outcome you're yeah. you don't have any reasonable expectation that your hands are off of it mm-hmm. and you know you the thing that was told to me a lot in the beginning just in a recovery program is you have to look for you have to look for god but you don't have to find him you just have to look. And that was enough for me to like stop intellectualizing it because that was mm-hmm. like a get out of jail free card. Right. Yeah. Like that's a very deep thought. You don't have to. Yeah. You don't him, have to find to God, but you him. have to look. Uh huh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, if I don't find him, that's fine. <laughs> as soon as you open that up. Yeah. And you just have that mustard seed worth of willingness to look. Mm hmm. In my, I can only speak for me and in my experience, it would be impossible for me to not see a power greater than myself at play mm-hmm. in my life. The fact mm-hmm. that I am alive, period. The fact that I walked into a meeting of AA because I didn't want to stop drinking. Right. The fact that I can not drink for 24 hours. All of those things are things I cannot do mm-hmm. on my own. Right. Like it's just, it's impossible. Yeah. So there has to be something bigger than me that was propelling this. There has to be because Janae would never have stopped drinking. That is not something I wanted. It's not something I ever planned. It's not something I ever could do. So there has to be something, mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that about what you said about nature with the, the snowflakes. Mm-hmm. And I also think that about how miraculous the human body is mm-hmm. and just our non, our involuntary systems yes. that just keep going without, like, we never have to make our heart beat. Mm-hmm. We never have to make ourselves breathe. The involuntary yeah. systems are so phenomenal. Yeah. The way we heal and our skin heals over and um, it's pretty, it's pretty dang cool. It is. Yeah. And that, like, the end of my faith journey, I went from having zero or negative mm-hmm. to converting to Judaism because that's so aligned with my conception of my higher power. And that is the faith structure mm. that made me feel 
held and seen and all of those yes. things. Safe enough to let can go let go of the control. Exactly. Yeah, and one of the first prayers when you wake up in the morning for Judaism is is thanking God for the miraculous way that the human body works. And I love that you brought that up because it's, and this gets, this is like a translation from Hebrew. So this is not like as pretty as it should be. Mm -hmm. If we had one more or one less orifice, our body would not work. Hmm. So like if you blow a hole in us, we're going to bleed to death. Right. Or if you block up one of the holes, the exits to our body, right. we're screwed. You know, you got to make another hole somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just the divine inspiration in that, whatever you call divinity, mm -hmm. it could just be the candy because that shit's pretty good. Um, But it, yeah, it's, I can't create a human body from scratch. Yeah. Therefore, there must be something greater at play than me. Right. That is the baseline. I think that I forget that. And I definitely overlooked that at the beginning. I don't need for it to be this all-powerful force right now. It just has to be bigger than me. Right. And it doesn't have to be a – this was a, a, a earth-shattering, mind-blowing thought for me, is it doesn't – I don't have to have – let me back up. Having faith isn't having faith in the white guy in the sky. Yes. It is having something bigger than me. Yes. And so much more personal than that. Yes. Yeah. Like – God as a whole, not prophets, not conceptualizations, not particular versions, not mm -hmm. a specific religious text. It is the overall power that inspired all of that. Yeah. It is the main source. It is the miraculous entity that began it all type of thing. Whether that's the force that caused the Big Bang for you mm -hmm. or something bigger than that. Because... To me, even that force at the beginning when I was just like getting my faith, even that force, if that's what I was going to believe in, is something I could never create that amount of force. Mm -hmm. So it is bigger than me. Right. <laughs> it is right. bigger than everything else that came after that. Yes. The mass of those items altogether was bigger than what came after that. And it split apart. Mm -hmm. Like I just anything that's bigger than myself, like that's, that's the only conception that mattered. Mm -hmm. And then just giving over my control is faith. Yeah. Inherently, that's going to be faith in in a higher power of some kind, even if that's not the words that I can use to associate with it yet. It's just faith that it's going to work out and I'm going to, everything's going to be okay and everyone's still going to be alive at the end of it. Like, yeah, even if they don't load the dishwasher the way I want them to. Like, that's faith. Because <laughs> right. before I thought yeah. that the world was going to end if they didn't. Right. And then I had to let it happen. And assume that, because, you know, I had never let it happen before. Mm -hmm. Everyone might die once he loads the dishwasher. Right. Well, they were going to die because I was going to kill them if they didn't load <laughs> yeah, the dishwasher. Yeah. So yeah. I had to, like, let it happen and have yeah. faith that we were all going to be okay. And then that's how my faith developed is I did that and everyone was still alive and life yeah. went on. And I was like, wow, I can trust that faith. Right. And I put all of, like, experience after experience like that together. And then that created a larger faith. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it helps kind of build that path with those tiny little pebbles of things. Yeah. When I do the right thing, when I give up control, then the right things happen. Yeah. And seeing it on a much bigger timeline rather than, well, it didn't happen today. The dishwasher didn't get run. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, over the course of a year, the dishwasher not running one time. Yeah. Not that big of a deal. Exactly. Um. 
blowing up my whole world because the dishwasher didn't get loaded once. Yeah. That is a big deal. Yeah, or getting a divorce because you can't let go of the way you load the dishwasher. Right. Whoa. It's not like, about the dishwasher. Yeah, exactly. Let's reel this back here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, you were right again. I guess I do have faith. It, if, as we talk through it this way, it is, it is something that it, it is a little baby seed of faith, mm-hmm. but it, it is there it's and it matters. grows when I water it. For mm. Sure. That's perfect place to end. Yeah. Gotta water it. Gardener. I know, right? <laughs> Why can't I listen to myself? <laughs> I'm sure getting a lot of water these days. Right? God, I'll be oh, glad Lord. the rain stops. Yes. It's necessary, but damn if it doesn't make me have to wear sparkly blazers to get through yeah. the day. I'm crushing it. <laughs> better coping skills than before. That is the goal. They don't have to be perfect, just better than before. Yes. And that is a great segue <laughs> into my joy. Yes. Of, um, so when this episode comes out, I will be about ready to leave for a work trip that is going to be a, a week. This is for my day job. And I'm looking forward to it because it's going to be Southern California. So it should be oh better weather than the week of rain that we've had right now. <laughs> However... I will have to do a whole lot of peopling. Like basically mm-hmm. it is a week of team building and bonding. I'll and pray communication. <laughs> yes. I have faith that you'll do great though. Well, <laughs> what has worked for me is listening to suggestions. Mm-hmm. And one of those suggestions is to find meetings wherever I go. Yes. So this week as we're recording it, we got the name of, or the, uh, yeah, we got the, the hotel we're, we're going to be staying at. And I have found um, an AA meeting that meets every day, seven days a week at 6.15 California time. So I'm going to be up anyway because it's 9.15 our time. Mm-hmm. So and I will be able to get to, it's a mile and a half from the hotel. Oh, my gosh. It doesn't look walkable, but we are financially OK enough that I can just get the rental car even if work doesn't expense it. Yeah. Um. What was I going to say? Meet seven days a week, 6.15. Oh, so I can go there, get that done. And still, if there are breakfast meetings or people want to meet for breakfast to have more team building before the team building, shoot me. Um, <laughs> I can take care of myself before yes. the day starts. Yeah. And I wouldn't have always done that because I would have been like, oh, I need to, you know, sleep in self-care, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But that is not that that's not really true and this really could have been the joy for the last episode if I wanted to connect it with that topic but the idea of faith in the program faith in the other people in the program really strikes me as um uh, gosh I don't know if it's joyful just as much as I'm really I feel a lot of pride in myself that I'm, I'm willing to do something different and that that does bring me joy because I see myself growing. I think that's kind of what yeah. I'm trying to connect it to. My words aren't coming very well, which is super great for a podcaster. Um, save me and tell me what your joy is. <laughs> or if you have anything to say yeah, about it. Yeah, there's this is like conference season um, for recovery programs um, and I guess for outside work, apparently. Mm-hmm. I am planning on going to some conferences. And it's been a while since I've been. Nice. I mean, pre-COVID, the last conference that I went to for a recovery program was February of 2020, mm. the very beginning. Yep. 
Um, Are you patient zero? No. <laughs> we went to the beach. I can't remember which beach now. Anyway, we heard some speakers that um, we went to go see spe- speakers that we really liked because we knew they were going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing is happening. And I'm planning, I think one is in March and one is in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited because I just, I haven't done any of that in a while and it feels good to get back yeah. connected with that because I do love a big group of people just Singleness knowing. of purpose. Yes. And mm-hmm. I mean, that connects with faith for me so much. I mean, yeah. that's why I chose to dip my toe back into organized religion because that singleness of purpose and knowing that they are looking they are worshiping and all worshiping in the same way to a similar conception of a higher power is like Mm. super cool and then i have the other side of it which is my spiritual side because those are different religion and spirituality are very different and faith to me has to do with spirituality not religion Mm. to tie it fully back but like my recovery program is full spiritual Mm -hmm. and i know that it's singleness of purpose and they have all been where I've been and felt how I felt and either don't feel that way anymore or are searching to not feel that way in whatever, you know, phase of life we're in. And, oh, it's, uh, that's, it's just awesome. And I miss that. And I'm excited to like have that on the books. Would it be appropriate if we linked in the show notes to the conferences that you're going to? Sure. Okay. Yeah. By the time this comes out there probably won't be any of like the blocked off hotel rooms left like already there's already one that the hotel sold out yeah Yeah. so there but i mean there's other avenues you can go down airbnb and all that stuff the conference i don't think has a cap um other than like what the room will hold which i've never seen that overflow yeah um but yeah great speakers i mean i will warn you because it's me it's they're gonna be very big book heavy um and focused on that and the speakers are very uh kindness with honesty not niceness Mm -hmm. um versions of the program is gene speaking again that sounds right up i know right yeah it's if you know who gene is and you're listening to this it's gonna be a lot of that yeah um it's it's the basis of the group that i i'm a home group member of the primary purpose group um uh, it, it's, it's a lot of that and it's, and that's yeah. what I need. And that's what I love is structure and clear yeah. cut. And here is the no nonsense version. And then I can soften that however I want instead of yeah. starting with the soft version and that not working for me. I can't harden anything, but I can definitely soften it. <laughs> right. Well, sometimes I think when we soften it, it's not clear. Yes. And we can yeah. take it different ways. And I have a, um, one to add to that list of conferences. That's going to be in October in Indianapolis. Ooh. If people are interested in that, um, I don't have a lot of details, but, um, someone sent me a flyer. So nice. Yeah. We'll hook you up everybody. Yes. So we'll have all that linked in the show notes. Um, we are at conscious contact podcast on Instagram. The website is the same conscious contact podcast.com. Um, come hang out over there, sign up. And, um, so you can be up to date on whenever we have another book club, um, the goings on, all of that. Follow along for all of our misadventures on social media. Um, That's so true. Oh my God. <laughs> right? Um, and I am at Janae PV on Instagram. Where are you? I am at uh, S- Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't look up Jesus Christ. That is not where I am on Instagram. <laughs> sustainable underscore Sue. <laughs> on Instagram. Or you can find me at sustainablesue.com. I love it. 
Holy cow. <laughs> that was a little prayer right before your Instagram handle. Love it. <laughs> Too funny. Uh, well, thanks, everyone. We'll thank see you. Next week. See ya. <laughs>